A credit to Tony White, to Terrence Knighton, Rob Dvorak, Coach Cooper. Those guys have all done an amazing job of that defensive unit. So the Oscars have second down and 15. Need to take one more knee. And this one will go in the win column. And Nebraska will hold off a, a game Northwestern team. They came and fought. We had a feeling this would be a, a fist fight today. It's been that victory formation for NU. Heinrich touches the turf, and that should do it. And Nebraska is going to go to 4-3, and 2-2 two and two in the league. And if that score in Iowa City holds up, wow. That uh, West standings are going to be something else. And re and remember, Wisconsin is trailing currently at, <laughs> in Champaign. So the West may look completely different tomorrow than it has today. This one's in the books. A win for the Big Red. Wasn't pretty, but that's what this team's going to have to do with all the injuries that this team has on the offensive side of the ball. They get it done today, 17-9 as a clock hits zero. Fireworks go off after the... Beyond the North scoreboard here in Lincoln. A beautiful day and a beautiful win of 17-9 for the Big Red. We got a lot of postgame coming up. Fifth quarter, we'll hear the press conference from the coach. I'll sit down with Coach Rule. Jessica will have some comments from the locker room and Big Red reaction coming your way. Huskers 17, Wildcats 9. Nebraska wins 17-9 at home and for the first time in the Matt Rule era. The Cornhuskers are over four, 500 at 4-3. and three. It was not pretty, uh, but as our color analyst Damon Benning said earlier in the broadcast, and he joins me now in our fifth quarter show, let me know when style points matter on the scoreboard. <laughs> right. they, they didn't matter today, and Coach Rule kind of said that this week at his press conference. Our goal is to be at least one point better than our opponent going forward, and with where this program has been Damon, in the last eight to ten years, you really, beggars can't be choosers at this point. You take the wins any way they come. No, and as many ways as Nebraska's invented to lose games, it's, listen, ugly's fine. It just continue to to rack up W's in the win column. That's all that matters, Ben. Again, especially considering all the creative ways Nebraska's found ways to lose. Yeah, and I think to me, there's going to be a lot of things to go back when you when you go back and watch this one that you're going to point out. Uh, that need to be improved upon, but I think that's that's kind of the beauty in this. You know, winning in year one with Matt Rule and the ways that Nebraska's had to win in the last few weeks, I think are, are really important lessons to learn, especially for the older guys. You know, in our pregame show, we talked about guys like Quentin Newsom and uh, you know some of these older players that have been around for a while. Typically, these games don't go their way. Northwestern goes down, finds a way to score a touchdown, gets a two point conversion, then go to overtime, and all bets are off. It seems like that's that's what's happened, but it seemed like, at least in the last few weeks, Nebraska's been in control when it mattered. Yeah, and that's kind of the thing, and it's they've gotten to play in a way late in games that kind of fits their style. A little ugly, a little grimy, salt clock a little bit, kind of just hang on. It's kind of their M.O. in terms of how this team has kind of played this year. Let's dissect the injury concern situation here for, for a second. Uh, you know, the there is going to be a lot of questions probably asked at the presser, and you know a lot of these we won't know, you know, longevity of the inter uh, the injuries for a while. But I mean, what's your concern level right now of of the depth being tested with Nebraska? Yeah, it's high. It's high. I mean, they've shown and demonstrated, hey, it's next man up. But at some point, uh, injuries matter, right? You just keep shuffling in bodies, and especially on the offensive side of the football, it's 
It has been unbelievable. It was good to see Ben Scott come back and Prohaska's back kind of getting in a rhythm. So maybe you'll have some depth there at the offensive line, Justin Evans Jenkins. But, you know, the wide receiving core has been decimated. You, we'll see what happens here with some of the defensive injuries. Uh, Billy Kemp uh, is, is a concern on offense in that wide receiver room. So, listen, it, it's definitely concerning. I think everybody that watched the game today was electrified by the long touchdown. And I think it was amplified to see who caught it. Malachi Coleman, you know, we've talked about the receiver crew. We spent a lot of time talking about them in our pregame show today about the development and their, their next next phase. But, I mean, how excited for you, one, for Malachi to get that touchdown, but then what that does for his confidence moving forward. Yeah, listen, it was a well-designed play. He gets to run the post pattern on the backside, and it's, it's tailor-made to what he can do. He's a long strider. Went and got it, and, and uh, it's got to help uh, in the old confidence column. To, you don't care how it's drawn up. You just want to see some results, and I think for those young guys, that's going to matter. We are awaiting head coach Matt Rule is addressing the team right now for his post-game press conference. We'll get to that here in mere moments. Our fifth quarter show brought to you by your Midwest Ford dealers. Visit buyfordnow.com for all your truck, SUV, and electric vehicle needs. As I, as I mentioned you know, there's a lot of things to dissect here, but let's let's talk about Heinrich Harburg for a second. And you know, the the development of this young man's career. Look, it it, it got out to a, a shaky at best start today against Northwestern yeah. with with the first quarter that he had. But you know, I think the first time you and I talked on this fifth quarter show about a Heinrich Harburg performance, you said you know his his resolve, his ability to bounce back and and fight through some of that that stuff, that adversity impressed you that. Probably rang true again today. Yeah, it's kind of been who he is. It, it wasn't pretty. You know, a couple drop snaps. He had the turnovers early in terms of uh, the interceptions. But he just kind of stays the course. And I think he's I think he's kind of growing into that guy that doesn't really matter what happens. He's just not real shakable. It's, it's going to be something that I think a lot of fans pay attention to. But I think... You know, if you ask me, which let's be honest, not a lot of people do. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm asking you. What do you. Hey, what are your thoughts? It's hard to see a guy develop when you've got so much mo- moving around him. Yeah. You know, it's hard to it's hard to stick true to what you want to do offensively when every time you look, there's a new running back, or you're throwing to a guy that you know, and Jaden Doss, who maybe had his first target as as a college receiver. I mean, it's 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 hard to ask a guy to get better when you've got all these revolving doors moving yeah, around. That's absolutely fair, and it's a, and I think that's how they have to look at the assessment, right? How consistent is everything else that's going on around him? And that the answer to that question is not very much at all. I mean, there's been a ton of variables that this offense has had to work with, and so I think their ability to just kind of stay the course and, and be pot committed, which they are to the quarterback spot, is going to be who this Nebraska football team is, especially on offense. And as we're finding out, as the game's unfolding in front of us, there are a lot of teams in this division that are going through the same problems oh, Nebraska oh, is offensively. 100%. It's a, you're, the low-scoring, never-boring game in Iowa City. That's at 12-10. I think Wisconsin-Illinois is currently at 21-18. I mean, it's not a lot of offensive juggernauts going on out there in this conference. So Nebraska's got to stay the course and, and, and play good special teams or have good special teams, stop the run, and don't turn the ball over. I, I bring up the, the Big Ten West here fresh off a win because I feel like Nebraska, if they continue to do what they're doing defensively in the special teams, which we'll hit on here in just a second, there's no reason they can't go compete against every team. 100%. And I think that's been Coach Rule's message, right? Just 
take care of the football. Let's let's play good defense. Try to establish the run game, and that's we're seeing it unfold right before our eyes. We mentioned confidence earlier, just a moment ago, but we also talked about special teams and cleaning some areas up in the pregame. And how nice was it to see Tristan Alvano boot through the the forty-seven yarder? You know, I think he's more known for his competitive, quiet maybe demeanor, but he was emotional after he made that kick. He was, you know, I think that was a big weight off his shoulders, but to see a, a, a difficult kick like that go through has to help. Yeah, his mental makeup is the last of my concerns. It, for me, it was just getting him healthy and back to his kicking form, and, and I think he'll be fine. Bushini was good again today, yeah. especially with his net punting average and where he pinned uh, Northwestern, especially early on when Nebraska had such poor field position. And uh, their offense was able to uh, – they were Nebraska's defense, excuse me, was able to hold off uh, Northwestern's offense from generating very many points early. And that was just kind of a sign of how the game went as it unfolded throughout the afternoon. And we also saw a good uh, kick return from Tommy Hill, and we're just still awaiting to find out, you know, the, the, the severity of his injury uh, that, that he suffered here today. Yeah. Thoughts from you on the running back rotation today? Yeah, well, I thought that they did what they had to do in terms of – the, the limited rhythm they were able to get into early, right? It was we were throwing the ball early. They, they came out and gone, and it just couldn't really get lathered up. But I liked how hard they were hitting the holes when they did get their opportunities, and I think that's something that they can rally around. DB, we'll get one final thought from you before we send it off here on a postgame show. He covered a lot of ground there, but what's kind of sticking with you hearing from the head man? That uh, embrace getting in the wind column, not what it looks like. It's got... For so long, we've talked about style and not enough about substance. He's all about substance. What are we made of? Not what do we look like? And if the team buys into that, <laughs> you give yourself a chance. What does what does this win? This is two in a row now, and kind of this this way. You know, how how does it make? showing up to practice and dealing with all these injuries a little bit easier. Well, I tell you, the winning doesn't make you feel better about hurt teammates, but it does make you feel a little bit better when you have some aches and pains, right? Yep. So that that's that's really what it's about. So we will see. DB, appreciate it. Great stuff as always. And appreciate we'll see you right back, here. right back here in seven days. Yes, sir. Damon so- Benning. With us here on our fifth quarter show and our postgame coverage, just getting going here on the Huskers radio network welcome back to the locker room huskers a winner 17 to 9 over northwestern you kind of anticipated a hard knockdown drag out that's life in the big 10 isn't it it sure is especially versus a team like this three and three um coming off a bye week knew when we were gonna see some different things you know unbalanced tackle over ran a couple trick plays against us so uh, we uh, we uh, we expected it. Um, a lot of credit to them, but our guys found a way to get it done. Six sacks for your defense. They were inside the red zone four times, but get three field goals. That's got to please you. Yeah, I love the fact that our guys ran them down, tackled them on big long plays. Uh, just played the next play and kept them out of the end zone. You brought it up in your press conference, and that was Malcolm Hartzog, by the way, that made that nice tackle to keep him out of the end zone. But Isaac Gifford's play on that screen was amazing. That was an incredible play. You're gonna love that on the film. Uh, that, that's one that we show the team. I mean, that's. You know, sometimes we, we, you know, you want to play perfectly, but you have to make up for, uh, you have to make up for mistakes with effort. And he made up for a great, you know, he made up with effort on that play. Offensively, you continue to get nicked and dimed with injuries for this team, but next man up, that mentality is going to have to play it out, isn't it? Yeah, Malachi, Jalen, Jaden, they stepped up for us, and uh, you know, um, I will, uh, we'll, we'll look forward to seeing what they do next week. 
Folks, get your seed recommendations with CVA's Go Early Seed Program and register to win $7,000 off of a seed box purchase when you visit cvacoop.com, Central Valley Ag, the official co-op of Husker Nation. We'll get some more thoughts from the coach next. Valentino's, a slice of home you just can't get anywhere else. What started with a treasured family recipe at Lincoln, in Lincoln, Nebraska has become a classic Italian tradition for 65 years. Huskers winners today now. Four out of five. You got a little rhythm, a little momentum going with this group. Yeah, you know, they're, they're learning how to win. You know, a really tough start to the season. But I think in the end, um, we learned a lot about ourselves, learned a lot about the process, learned a lot about each other. And, um, you know, Illinois, it goes down to, the, goes down to the, stre- uh, the stretch. Northwestern goes down the stretch. I think the big thing for us is just to continue to try to improve the team so that uh, maybe we can make that game you know, not quite as close down the stretch, um, win the turnover battle, get some more takeaways on defense. But uh, proud of, the, proud of the, the moxie and the resolve of our guys. The offense had a hard time kind of finding a rhythm in this game. What did you see? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think we started off, we were 0 for 3 on third down. Then we were 3 for 3, and we scored twice. Then coming out of the half, again, we're putting the ball on the ground, you know, just, just bumbled snaps and different things. Um, it's just, it's, just it's, it's really something that doesn't really show up until the game sometimes. And, um, but, you know, that's my job to fix it. It's my job as a coach to fix it. Uh, we left a lot of things out there. But you do see, like, you know, the, the touchdown drive. You do see on the option pass. You do see what's possible when we put things together. So with a young group, we just have to continue to hang in there. Beautiful day. Great crowd, huh? It sure was. All right, congratulations. Thank you. Comments of the head coach of the Huskers. Again, a 17-9 winner in this game over the Northwestern Wildcats. I'm back with some final thoughts coming up next. Well, nothing goes better with Husker sports and Fairbury. Fairbury premium quality hot dogs deliver the home game experience to your family and friends. Fairbury, the official hot dog of Husker Nation. So Nebraska gets it done today, 17-9. And quietly, four of the last five have gone in the win column for the Big Red, and they are above 500 in the 2023 season at 4-3. And And now the homestand continues. Here come the Purdue Boilermakers, who were off today. They'll be more of a challenge for the Blackshirts. A pretty good defense, uh, but, you know, Tony White and that crew will be up for the challenge. Again, the final 17-9. When we come back, Jessica will have player reaction from the locker room. That's coming up next. Welcome into the Locker Room Show. I'm Jessica Cootie here with Nash Hupmaker. Well, what a day for the defensive line. You guys seem like you were having a lot of fun. How proud are you of the of your entire group? Oh, I'm so proud of all the guys. You know, everyone uh, everyone was making an impact in that game, uh, like especially, you know, James Williams being a scout team guy, getting his chance and going out there and just showing what he can do. That's we talk about that a lot in the program is uh, every guy's going to get their shot. And when you do make the most of it, and uh, I was super proud of him, the way he handled himself today. And uh, he just went out there and played and the entire group. Um, it, was, it was so much fun to play with those guys. Today. I think I counted six guys from the defensive line group that either had a sack or a tackle for loss. What is it about you guys that so many people can get in in the action? Yeah, it's just uh, t- t- Coach T and I likes to rotate us. And um, like I said before, I mean, we're have, oh, we always have that next man up mindset. It doesn't matter who's in there. We all have the same attitude. We're all going in there to make plays. And today, uh, today it really shined. We guys, we were all having fun. It didn't matter who was out there for us. Everyone was making plays. And those that was, I mean, it was unbelievable. It was like one of the funner games I played in on defense. Yeah, when James Williams came off, you were calling him sack man, sack man. How much do you guys feed off of each other when you all are out there making big plays? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the, it's infectious not only for us, but the entire defense. You know, if the, uh, Malcolm has a big breakup, uh, the D-line gets hyped for him and uh, vice versa. If we get a big sack, those guys are all patting us on the head, too. It's just, I love how we play. And when someone makes a big play, it, it it's very infectious to the whole defense. What have you seen out of Jamari Butler and the way he's been able to come along and, and step up big for you guys over these last few weeks? Yeah, no, he's awesome. Jamari Jamari just, he's he's really stepped into a leadership role. He's a vocal leader. He's going to tell you how it is. He's going to 
he demands the most out of you. He's been awesome, and um, he shows it on the field too. He's he's out there uh, making sure everyone's uh, has the right mindset, and just uh, he's balling. I mean, where he's he's been playing some really good football, so it's just really fun to be around him and uh, play with him. You know, it seemed like no matter what was going on with the offense, struggles, whatever, whenever there's a turnover, you guys get right back up and stay locked in. Uh, how, what's that approach like or how important is that approach that you guys are just doing what your job is and, and not letting anything else affect that? Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter where we're out on the field, what's happening. When we go out there, we're going to win the rep. That's our mindset. doesn't matter what the situation, all the distraction, outside stuff. For all we care, it's uh, team compete out on the field on a Tuesday. We go out there and we're going to win the rep, and that's our mindset going out there. How important was it for you guys to build off of what you did on the road at Illinois coming off the bye week to get another win here in this Big Ten Conference? Uh, yeah, no, that's huge. Uh, we're, we're rolling now. We, uh, we guys, I mean, everyone knows we can do it now. We just got to keep doing it at a high level, keep uh, doing the process the way we've been doing it, and just uh, see how far we can take this thing. It's been, it's been really fun. How much easier does that make that when you start winning all the things that they're preaching to you to it shows that hey it's working and, and we're getting wins for it yeah no it's 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 really i mean it builds your confidence it builds everything else but at the end of the day we're gonna we're gonna come in and we're gonna go one and oh next week that's our mindset is next week we're one and oh uh not looking to not looking ahead and we're on to the next and we're gonna go one and oh next week appreciate your time yep thank you welcome back inside the locker room show i'm jessica cootie here with running back emmett johnson well um, i know you guys maybe didn't feel like he did everything right on offense but to come out with a win how good was that locker room right there just to, to again celebrate with the back-to-back -back wins now no i felt great i mean winning's everything at this level and it's not easy to win so it was a great feeling and you know there's a lot of things we could have did better at the end of the game i could have got the first down we could have kept the clock running you know but i just get props to my old line you know for protecting up front and you know, I'm just blessed to be in this position right now. Yeah, your, your first career start here today. Uh, what's gone into your role expanding? I you know some guys going down, but how much have you embraced just, hey, next man up, I've got to do whatever I can do for this team? Uh, I would say uh, since I stepped foot on this campus, I've always, you know, tried to prepare to be a starter. Mm -hmm. I never prepared to be a backup. And so just trusting my training and then just trusting in God and keeping my faith the times I wasn't playing and everything, cheering my teammates on, being a good teammate. Those things has helped me. So when I have the opportunity to play now, it's like, you know, I'm just going to make the most out of it. With more and more reps and more and more game fill, how much comfortable, how much more com comfortable and confident do you get out there? Man, a lot. If you know, starting to feel back, you know, to the high school days where I just, once I get a flow, I feel like you know, I'm unstoppable. But that's not just me. That's my old line and them giving me a chance to do me. So. Yeah, how about the offensive line? Had a couple of injuries. Guys were shuffling around all over the place, and how they were able to continue to block and, and do whatever they needed to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm praying for Piper right now. You know, he had a tough injury going down, but uh, Henry, you know, Turner, all those guys, I just love them a lot and. Uh, we can see it during the week, you know, they love me. They're going to do whatever it takes to block for me and protect for me. So, you know, I always give props to them. It means a lot. When the offense is not um, rolling like you would hope, what does it do for you guys when you see the defense balling out the way they were? And they, they've been picking us up, you know, ever since the beginning of the year. And, you know, it, it gives you a lot of confidence knowing that you have a defense that can do that. And it just makes us want to play harder on offense. And we got to do, you know, a better job of helping them, putting points on the board. So. It's been a, it's the run game is that where that mentality is. You guys are running. That's your identity. But to see the big pass play from Heinrich to, to Malachi Coleman, how, how big was that for this offense? That was big because, you know, we ran the same play this week during practice. Malachi made the same catch. And so to see it pay off, man, everything. You know, Malachi, a lot, some of the receivers are down too. So him stepping up, younger freshman, got to step up and make plays. And that's what he did. So I'm proud of him for that. All right. How do you guys build off of this one and move forward and, and close the chapter and go 1-0 next week? Just watch the tape, learn from it, 24-hour rule, and just get better from there. Emma Johnson, appreciate your time. Great win. Thank you.
Welcome back inside the locker room show. I'm Jessica Cootie here with Malachi Coleman. Well, how much fun was that for you to get into the end zone, your first career touchdown as a Husker? It was extremely fun. Uh, coach has been calling it all the way up to the point where we've been preparing for it for two weeks now. So it's been, it was a big relief to have it happen. Yeah, Emmett said that you guys were working on it in practice. How confident were you when that play call was called? It was just like practice. I've done it a thousand times and just had to do one more. You came over immediately and think the offensive line said, hey, you guys gave me time to get open. Take me through how that evolved, how you were, what they did to allow you to get that touchdown. Uh, they were covered too. The corner had to stay and get to the flat and the safety had to come over the top to me. And I knew he wasn't going to be able to get there in time. I just needed a little bit of time from the old line and they gave it to me. So it worked out perfectly. So I had to turn around and make sure I thanked them because without them, it wouldn't happen. And you had a cool moment with Isaiah Garcia-Castaneda and, and some of those um, other senior wide receivers and older wide receivers that went down. How important is it for you to step up in this role and, and to next man up? The veteran guys have always told me that they believed in me. And I haven't had that my entire life. So to have people like that, I could look up to as examples and have me guide me through the way of kind of being thrown into the fire as a freshman. It's amazing to have. And to have him go out there and still support me even when he's hurt. And me making him proud has meant a lot to me. It meant a lot to him, too, and I loved it. Yeah, I watched Marcus Washington last week. I mean, what does it say about those guys that keep coaching you guys up, uh, the freshman wide receivers, even though they can't be out there? They care about this family more than anybody else in the world, and I loved them for that, and I was playing for him, too, because ain't nobody loved 15, 13 more than anybody out here than the receiver group. And Billy Kemp, too. How hard was that for you guys to see him go down as well? Billy's a tough guy, so to see him go down, it was, it was a little bit of a blow. But we knew we had Doss to step up to. It's kind of like me last week. You got to have the next man up mentality. You got to step in. You got to make big plays. And he stepped in. He fulfilled his role very amazingly. And I was very proud of him, too. And when you came off, it just was really neat to see the celebration. How special was that for you to, to see how happy your teammates were for you? It almost felt like a dream. It was, <laughs> it was very crazy, but I absolutely loved it. And I look forward to having more moments like that. Beyond just you, but that big pass play, when this is a team that runs a football, but Marcus Satterfield has said over and over again, we got to be able to make some of those big plays through the year. How important was that for the offense to be able to have a play like that? Now teams got to respect our deep threat. Mm -hmm. How do you guys build off of this one, move forward, and, and go 1-0 next week? It's what's next mentality. Mm -hmm. We're already focusing on the next opponent right now. You talked a little bit about what the offensive line did for you and, and your play, but just with the injuries and people going in and out and rotation, I mean, what can you say about the job they did and, and again, just continuing to, to do whatever they can do for this offense? They're a smooth unit. They do everything together. They walk together, talk together, eat together. They do everything together. And you can tell by just the way they're able to come in and just fit off each other when people are going in and out. It was amazing. And for you, how much more confident do you get every time you get out there? Does the game continue to slow down for you? Yes, it does, but I just got to continue to look at it as a practice. Ain't nothing harder than on Tuesday, Wednesday practices. <laughs> it's Wednesday's uh, Saturdays are the celebration. Love that. Appreciate your time. Great job. Thank you. It's time now for our Old Dominion Freightline Best in the Game interview, and it is Jamari Butler. Uh, how fun was that one out there for this defensive line? I mean, that was real fun. When you know everybody getting sacks, it's just that's a good day. That's a good day. Speaking of sacks, you finished with six tackles a sack, two, uh, two tackles for loss. What was working for you out there? What were you seeing? I mean, really just knowing the plays, not kind of knowing the plays, but like watching film and like knowing the game plan going into it, helped me play faster. What is it about this defensive line? You have so many guys making plays and, and making an impact. I mean, how are you guys able to come in and have and run t run so many guys out there that can make such big plays? I mean, Coach Rule said it, week in and week out, you never know when somebody's going to go down. So everybody, even if they're not playing, they're waiting on that opportunity. Because we're starters, but we get tired. And I mean, 
they stepped up big time today. How much do you feed off of that when so many guys, I counted six that either had a sack or a tackle for loss, when so many guys are getting in, the, in on the action, how much do you guys feed off of that? I mean, you feed off of it big because we already be competing like, I'm going to get to the quarterback before you. So seeing all us get there like around the same time, it's, it drives us to even want to get there more. And for this defense, you guys continue to, to lock down and, and ball out, uh, but defense, the defensive line, how much pride do you guys take in setting the tone for that? Violence. RDV, we preach it every day. It don't matter what Coach White calls, if we do it violent, that's going to set the tone. You guys seem to have a lot of fun with uh, Coach Knighton, Terrence Knighton. How much fun is he to play for? <laughs> I ain't going to lie. He's he one of the best in the game right now. But all jokes aside, like, he's serious, but he's going to tell you what it is, not what you want to hear. I think it's awesome. He comes off and he's, like, doing sack dances with you guys. It's it's like he got the sack himself. But how, how good is he at developing guys so so many guys can get out there and make such an impact? I mean, he... Really just knowing all our weaknesses and our strengths, we work towards that individual and we got the type of D-line, like we being here by ourselves working on it. And I mean, I feel like everybody coming along really. Nash just told me that he felt like you have really stepped into a leadership role. You're being a vocal guy and, and really leading this defense. How has that evolved for you? I mean, I was never really a talkative person, but I mean, just knowing that I got guys who are not gonna take it the wrong way. And even when I mess up, they got my back. I mean, it helps me. And what kind of confidence are you playing with here? I mean, it just seems like each game you get better and better and more confident, more confident. Uh, how much has that grown for you? I mean, it's grown a lot because this is the most I ever played in my career. So, I mean, getting these snaps, it helps me play better the next game. So, I don't I play confident, like, without fear. Yeah, and what else has gone into just the, again, the disruption that you've been able to cause out there? Preparation during the week. Our practices be way harder than the games. Really? <laughs> way harder. Yeah. Um, and then just with the offense, when they have their struggles, it just seems like you guys are locked in. How important is that for the defense just to stay locked in over there no matter what's going on to, to continue to do your jobs? I mean, everybody feed off energy. So we go out there, we make a big stop. Usually the offense come out and make a big play or go score or something. So just having the attitude to want to do it, it makes them step up their game. How good does it feel to win back-to-back -back big, big Ten games to build off of what you did to, at Illinois, come off the bye weekend to get another one here today? I mean, that's big. I ain't did that in a minute. <laughs> that's big. Um, and then just what goes into next week and, and getting ready to go 1-0 next week against Purdue? I mean, same preparation. The better you prepare, the better the outcome going to be on Saturday. Like Coach Rule said, Saturday is a celebration of what you put in. Appreciate your time. Great game. Thank you.